I'm always said that I am an open gay bi man because I was nearly married three months away from my wedding to a woman to a woman yes uh, went to New York to get married to yeah. a woman yes uh, loved her and I have to say to this day yeah. will be one of the very few women I've ever totally and absolutely loved oh, I s- and I will always say I'm sorry I broke her heart uh, within that is I knew things were not right around the world around the world in 80 gays Welcome to Around the World in 80 Gays, a podcast hosted by me, noted fashion photographer. <laughs> Catherine Lynch. And me, singer and top model, Brian Kennedy. <laughs> model for the coddle. Each week we talk about gay culture, gay inspirations and gay icons. And this week we are joined by Eddie McGuinness. You Way. heard us correctly, yes. Eddie is a social media and communications master. He literally has an MA in it. And uh, he's an event manager at Dublin Pride and an LGBTQ plus activist. My goodness, he's one busy human and we're so glad that he's here with us today, Catherine. Welcome, Eddie, to Around the World in 80 Gay. Yay! Yay. <laughs> You're here at last. I you? am at last. The rainbow has landed. The- A.K.A. Mr. Pride is on site. Exactly. And here, first question, I have to immediately start because the vibe between you two is outrageous. <laughs> How do you two know each other? Well, we clearly we know each other know very each well. Other. Everybody in the scene knows Eddie and um, I worked in Eddie's clubs way back and I had a little character called Little Miss Muff and she was a seven, <laughs> seven and three quarter year old child with pigtails and a lazy eye and she used to say, I have a lazy eye. I put a patch over that one so that one will start working better. And Eddie used to have me come into the clubs and there was nowhere to get ready so... I'd uh, get ready in the loose. So what year was that? Can oh, for God's sake, here he comes with the, the bloody years. Yeah, this is, well, we're talking. we work out her age, Eddie. That's yes, problem, it's okay. It's, there's no working out her age. Oh, <laughs> well, that's the best answer. Uh, ever, that is, My soul is no mortal age. Uh, no, definitely not. But the Botox works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. You oh, really... Uh, yeah, it's okay. We, we love you. We have the same doctor. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Especially at our age. <laughs> but no, I, age. if we were to, you're talking it is Going back to the clubs, that was my first ever Pride was 93. 93. Oh, really? 93. My, and the only, actually, I have to say, the second time ever I've ever done drag was 93. <laughs> the week we were decriminalised as homosexuality. I was going to wow. say, that was yes. around the same time, yeah. exactly. That was yeah. my first time. Coming out was me. Yeah. Literally, uh, in a big Victorian frock. And I ended up in the Irish <laughs> Times that week. That, Listen, Eddie, how many was... Uh, were there on at the parade that year? You're talking. I would say several hundreds yeah. rather wow. than ta- like if there was a thousand, yes. But yeah. there was definitely several hundreds from the likes of Tony Walsh. Uh, the yeah. Dice Man was yeah. there. Wow. Tom oh. McGinty, yes, and my ma- major friend Junior Larkin, who actually set up the first ever youth group yeah. uh, in the city, and right. there was a whole host of other individuals and who are no longer here with us no due here. to. 
HIV and AIDS right mm -hmm. across the board yeah. to mental health and also naturally uh, age. And yeah. you have always been an activist and um, the De Declan Flynn um, um, memory is coming up 40 years. Yeah, the years. anniversary. It's, it's the anniversary. 40 yeah. years ago. Do you it, remember that at the time when it was in the news? Uh, I remember it uh, being a teenager and that was in the news. Oh. Yeah. But also uh, the 10th of September, there's big, uh, going to be another big march uh, out uh -huh. at uh, Fairview Park. Park. Yeah. And there, that's when he was killed. Yeah. And we have to remember wow. that's 10th when... 10th of September. 10th of September. Wow. And it'll be technically legally at uh, 40 years. Right. And then next year, Pride will be uh, 40 years, uh, what do you call it, wow. since its massive march. Yeah. They uh, are looking well. Oh, they not are. Not she, not he. No, they, they are looking well. Oh, we're yeah. looking amazing. But also, then we have 30 years since decriminalisation yeah. of homosexuality here wow. in Ireland. And we yeah. have to remember I that. I was in the George that night, actually. Yes. I'm sure my age now. No, that's <laughs> it. And the George was a lot smaller place. Oh, really? It was only a small little place up. That and was it. On the same night, my friend told me he was uh, HIV positive. Uh -huh. and it was so. Jeez, that's a lot to unpack, a isn't sad, it? A lot to unpack. Yeah. And it was that moment when I said, oh, oh my God, I need to stand. I need to be an ally. I didn't think of it in those words because we never... Where was the George way. then? Was it the it same was building? It was the same place, but oh. it was only a small place upstairs. Oh, like even Shirley Temple Bar started on a on a door. <laughs> Literally a door, wasn't it? <laughs> People always have to remember, the George is where you put your coats in. That was the bar yeah. upstairs. Right. That was the loft. Yeah. Yeah. Downstairs, was, which is now Bridie's, was the bar. Right. You, we had that. But oh, it cheers also, to Bride yes, Aww. and then also you have to look at the next extension was the next building uh, where the stage is yeah. was then became the new bar yeah. downstairs and right. they joined in together and then the boss took over the kebab shop which I did miss because you you always came out of the George late at night and straight into the kebab shop or uh, the chicken oh, yeah. what was the Iskanders yes do a little or place the, in the corner for the chicken. what I mean about these two like we needn't be here Esther yeah. Yeah. here they are reminiscing do you remember Rick's Burger you'd have a Rick's Burger Rick's Burger oh my god best chicken burger the under way. the sun wow. and I was a chicken back then <laughs> <laughs> you were a little chicken alright oh yes but um, Brian he <laughs> yes. had so many clubs and I was well able to go to clubs in those how days how did you get into that I mean you, where did you come from originally where did you start off your life I I started off in I'm a Dundalk man yes I'm proud of it. You'd the Dundalk, you never, never guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the town. Right. Uh, and when did you know? You thought to yourself, "Hang on a minute, I'm not like the other boys." There's well, it wasn't even. I'm always said that I am an open gay bi man because I was nearly married three months away from my wedding to a woman. To a woman. Yes. Uh, went to New York to get married to yeah. a woman. Yes. Uh, loved her, and I have to say, to this day, yeah. will be one of the very few women I've ever totally and absolutely loved. Yeah. Maureen, where Wherever yeah. you are out there, Aww. I and I will always say, I'm sorry I broke a heart, Aww. and that is one thing I will say. But within that is, I knew things were not right. My friend says um, he said a wonderful thing about that very subject. He just said, "No, it's not that I didn't love her; it's because I loved her, I left her." That's oh, why. That's I left. And I totally agree. And that was the reason. And I, I'm not afraid to say, and not to get things down, is when I told her, I I probably wouldn't be here only for her because. I committed suicide that night right. and I have to mental health is very yeah. much a, a, yes. a, around what I try and make sure that I was uh, 22 oh, right. uh, so baby, really. baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you attempt it that oh night? no no I attempted I did yeah. it okay. I actually did it the full works and only and for did she you end up in hospital then? Uh, intensive care oh, and she Eddie, actually I never knew that yeah oh. she, she oh, had to give me uh, she had to give me re resuscitate <laughs> she was a nurse so only for her 
back she got back and found me everything I would not yeah. be well, here well Maureen only for you we wouldn't have Maureen, had Wonder we wouldn't Man. have had any exactly <laughs> oh my god but, fair play to you Maureen but then my life completely changed because when I came home uh, with colours I didn't know where I was I was right. lost to everything yeah. I wasn't accepted at home and I'm not afraid to say that either but within that is uh, I won a dance competition <laughs> And oh, yes, yes, I, I won the, the That's a good all gay Ireland. detail, isn't it? Yeah. I won a dance competition. Well, now, Not many Eddie, straight men are going to say that. The whole no. scene is going to kill me if I don't say that the one of the campus lines ever in the paper was Eddie McGuinness, Madonna's dancer, gets knocked down by the Lewis. Oh, the scandal. The scandal. Oh. First of all, Madonna's dancer. Let's start there. No, I will have to say, and I've always said it, I was never Madonna's dancer. I danced for Madonna in yes, New York. Yes, you did. I danced yeah. for Madonna in New York at a dance competition. Yeah, she was there judging it. Yeah. and But the media here I just totally and absolutely framed. framed. Uh, in no, your no, house. no. You should. What did you dance to? Amazing. Tell us about that. Uh, Pick it well, apart now. it was voguing. And yes. it was right. back, especially New York Brilliant. and in the early How 90s. How did you go from Dundalk to voguing for Madonna well, in New York? Well, uh, I will say, I'm <laughs> I mean, standing on stage. That's a stretch. I'm standing on stage, uh, literally watching the other guys in front of me. I always had a natural... He's a brilliant dancer. dancer. Yeah. Uh, and that was me. And I always stood at the back and watched every announcer uh-huh. and then yeah. just copied him. Right. And that was to how I got yeah. where I was. Yeah. But even when I came home, I could never tell that story because I had just come out. I Suicide was an issue. Oh. I yeah. just got married. I wasn't getting married. Yes. The full works. My life was a mess. But then I went and got a job in a hotel and I, there was a dance competition on that night. And I'm actually running the hotel. <laughs> and turn around is the staff pushed me out on the floor in a suit, three piece suit, the full works. And I actually... Because you had a reputation. Yes. 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 All right. uh, as one does. The picture's becoming yes. clearer. Oh, but I mean, you bring joy everywhere. And yeah. the clubs have always been the campus clubs in town. Yes. Like, really. And all the, you would get up dancing all the time. So it'd be like the club would just rise in this joyful and all of a sudden he's out in a costume dancing and we're like yeah I'm getting such an education I thought of you as a kind of you know bureaucratic person running pride festival lovely sensible glasses and you know all of that and a lovely husband and sure you know he has I that. had no idea <laughs> yes I ha- I'm, I, the arts is my passion don't my love. Dog, don't dog, I, I went on to and I've always been proud of it running clubs but also mostly was uh, I used my clubs actually to mm. help I used to do I had schools right. dance schools oh, and you? most of the kids couldn't afford it so my clubs counter it basically gave me the freedom to, to actually be able yeah. to teach even more we used to be out in Tala in yeah. uh, Feathercairn here in Advocate that pr- pronunciation in D24 was one that was it and we ended up on the Late Late Show and Pat Kenny and stuff like that with the kids and actually around the subject we I use dance as a subject matter I worked with with the village charity in Manchester around the subject of HIV and AIDS mm-hmm. and yeah. also bullying as well and other subjects around for young people yeah. and getting them to understand it a lot better. Yeah. And that was through the 90s, that's where it was. Yeah. And that's kind of it through the 90s. I'll use that decade yes. nicely. Yeah. How I met Catherine. Yeah. And it leads back to Catherine saying how she... And in a way is Catherine, you came out onto the scene as a, a comedian, you were fresh, you were new. And especially yeah. the alternative uh, Miss, Miss Ireland, Ireland yeah. gave you that additional platform. But my clubs gave the artists and performers a lot more. And that yeah. was the Wonder Bar, which we did with John Pickering. That would and be a 60 minute quiz would, yes. would be to mention all his clubs. So yeah. right. it was Wonder Bar. Wonder Bar, uh, then Club Tees. Yeah. We had Tees. Ca- 
Candy, which was four candy. nights a week. Candy four nights candy. a week. Yes. Oh, Joe. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And I used to do the flyers for candy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then we ended up is I had uh, SEX, which was sexy extrovert, uh, sexy energetic extrovert. But okay. Sexy. Yeah. <laughs> it was another way of doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had VIQ, which VIQ. very um, very important. Queen, queer, yeah. whatever you wanted, yeah. and a load of other clubs oh over the God, years. You, yes. This man was never afraid of a day's work you are such a hard yeah. worker always no, I know. I've seen yeah. you in action at Pride yeah. Yeah. but look take us right back when you first came out yeah. well, like, do, how, you sound like you might have come out a wee bit later in life maybe yeah the, in my early 20s right. so, so early tell us 20s. about that how did that happen within those elements uh, for myself uh, I have to realise is uh, my family most of my family didn't accept it right. and we yeah. we uh, uh, and I give my mum she she's a good Catholic woman that was her background that's where she came from uh, but it's not a criticism of her it's yeah. a criticism of society, of society in general completely. and we all have to realise that is and I think even yeah. our, our, our younger generation now coming out and even those who are still older and still coming to terms yeah. with it and a lot of people now still coming out in their 30s and 40s yeah. and 50s oh, for sure. uh, yeah. around it, from trans right across to being gay well, look at Philip Schofield yes. the most recent yeah. version of it that's you know, true yeah. a married man of that age with two grown children can only come out now I know yes. and then he should never be judged because we've heard loads oh, no, exactly. of dialogue around somebody, his coming out. Catherine, where were we when somebody said that wonderful quote where they said, you know, it was the darkest of times, yes. but we only had, the, we could only really react in the light that we had at the time. Yes. And, and I, I really like that. I'll always say, uh, and I've always used it as I've gone on, especially within the pride movement itself, is the rainbow helped me. And I looked forward to that rainbow because I always believe even after the biggest storm and the sun comes, the sun will come out at some point. Oh, yeah. But the rainbow will fill you with colour. And And I think that's where I've always I see rainbows all the time in this country. You're going to make me cry now, but that is so beautiful. Eddie, you are beautiful. And if our (laughs) listeners can just visualise this man has the biggest flag in Europe. The biggest, the biggest what? rainbow oh, flag, flag right. in Europe. And I have been under that flag on many's a pride march when we were all allowed in it. Now I can't even get into it. <laughs> back, back in the day when I uh, did Free Magazine, yeah. which was the second longest gay publication oh, to, uh, to actually... Were we in it, Eddie? Were, I was yes, we did feature it You did feature oh, very in good. that. Thank God for uh, that. On a few cover. occasions. Yes, you were on a cover. Yeah. And also at the same time, uh, with with those elements, uh, we call it free magazine. We we didn't we wanted to give something back to the community, yeah. but we didn't. So I came up with the idea of uh, a rainbow flag. Yeah. Because I'd seen it. New York had one and all them. So I talked to a friend of mine. I used to work for Down to Air Theatre Company. Me too. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and with that, <laughs> see, our paths really did cross over yeah. the years. Cross. We're <laughs> they were melted to each other from God's sake at that point. Completely. So but then we ended up... He made uh, a flag for you, did he? Uh, uh, no. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Maybe, I don't was it Down to Earth? No, no, no Down yeah. to Earth. We yeah. uh, were to call it. There was two lovely ladies yeah. who worked with me uh, in it. And I said, could we make a flag? So we got curtain material because we couldn't afford anything yeah. major. No. So we did 100, first, 100 yes. feet first. Yeah. Okay. And then over the next four to five years, it grew to over 600 foot. Oh, my God. Yes. But I the wonder, sad is it part. A record? And it is in Ireland. Yeah. Okay. It is yeah. the biggest rainbow flag yeah. in Ireland. Where is it now? 
It's actually in my friend's shed, Thomas. Yeah. Right. Oh, he so puts yes. it out every year for Pride. It's a, a, literally, it's a, we've only 100 foot left of oh, it, the original brilliant. piece. You have to bring it But out also, uh, hopefully we'll take it out for next for year. For Declan it'd be nice Yeah, well, it would be next it? year yeah. for the 30th year and also 40th year. We hopefully will yeah, take the rainbow take that frame. But the rainbow flag has, in a way, like our community, diverse and actually become multicoloured in its sense because now we have the new progressive flag which has yes. the intersex flag in it. I love it that also flag. the trans flag and yeah. I uh, to all my trans friends out there. Indeed. Uh, and also the brown and black yeah, exactly. as well black is also included. Yeah. yeah. And that is on the on the basis that we the rainbow has changed in a way, but it's yeah. also at the heart of it. The rainbow is always still there, is there? and the centre of it. Yeah. I mean, Gilbert Baker, when we go back where the history of the rainbow flag is in the 70s, Gilbert Baker really did come up with something amazing. Yes. And the, the ethos so tell of us a little bit about uh, Gilbert Baker, who was he? He was Gilbert Baker uh, in the States. We have to look at uh, the movement of pride. I technically... I'm older than Pride by yeah. three weeks or so because really? <laughs> I was born in June 1969. Okay. Oh. And within that is... Am I the you... oldest person in the room? Uh, Again. <laughs> he's the crock of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> You're the leprechaun they all want You're to snog. Isn't that right? Yes. <laughs> and I, I think, Brian, you've had many a snog over the years and secretly. But Our that's lips. okay. Oh. My lips are sealed. Oh, oh. oh. oh what's going on and here? Excuse uh, me, Esther. Are you, are you feeling the vibes? <laughs> <laughs> and myself and Brian know each, know each other so... Well. Oh, very, oh, very well. Because oh, Brian, has, Brian on the podcast, <laughs> there has been feelings. <laughs> Brian has been an amazing supporter even before you came out and then after. But in a way, is mm. it's not that you came out. Yeah. It was more in the way is. Well, I was kind it, of outed, really. Just, yes. And also because I didn't do that thing where I'd show up with a pretend girlfriend and all that. Yeah. That people would eventually then. I loved it when they then accused me of an inadverted comments of being bisexual. There was that one. Oh, yeah. And I remember responding and saying, Jeez, I'm delighted you think my sex life is that interesting. And then when you went out with Ronan Keating. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> This is it. That's not my type. Not my type, ladies and Poor gentlemen. You and that was like the oh, gossip of God. the year. Now, listen, ah. okay, we're going to go into um, what we ask here is uh, what your gay anthem is. Yeah. And I'd say you have a million. So you're them. in the George, we're, we're <laughs> one of your clubs, and something comes on, and you're in the middle of a heated conversation with Catherine Lynch, but you go, listen, Catherine, sorry, my song is on. What is that song? My friends would say Dancing Queen. <laughs> Boss. First single I ever bought. But yeah, but but believe it or not, is I'm a I'm a I'm a bad gay on this one. I'm a bad gay. <laughs> ABBA isn't really one of my fun things, but I will have to say Madonna. And, oh my God, and I'm yeah. gonna I'm a cliche and I get slagged all the yeah. time. But Vogue is well, because you're reliving, you're, you're reliving yeah. your audition. Yeah, of yes. I imagine. Uh, but also, it gave me the power to be who I was. Wow. Yes. Uh, and, if, and the inner dancer eventually became a, yeah. came out. And, and you know as I became that. Vogue is uh, Declan Buckley, and both of them are the best dancers on the scene. Right. That's, uh, yeah, I've Declan never, was, I'm dying to see you dance. Yeah. Is it online? Uh, well, something. <laughs> okay. Oh, they're definitely. I'm going to be Googling is. later on. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. oh. And, uh, he's oh, doing, yes. <laughs> for people at home, for people listening at home, he's, he's actually voguing right in front of us. Oh, this is just great. Isn't it? This is I the love... gayest podcast we've oh, done so far, yeah. I think. <laughs> really? <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I've listened to Pretty most much. of them. And um, Eddie, in the in your activism, um, who is your icon? Or it doesn't have to be an activism. It can be, yeah. you know. Uh, Other Ma than Madonna. No, no, no. <laughs> he's no longer with us. Junior Larkin. Ah, and right. most people wouldn't know Junior, but Junior was... A, a drag queen called Kylie O'Reilly. Oh, I do remember yes. Kylie O'Reilly. And oh. Kylie O'Reilly. But 
my heart was that uh, one of my club, uh, when I had club teas, we used to uh, give a donation from the door to the youth group so yeah. that they could actually have a space and yeah. also buy crisps and yeah. minerals yeah. Uh, because we used to use different hotels and they uh, they wouldn't allow them in there unless like, can they... Can I just tell the them. young people who are listening what minerals means? <laughs> Sorry about wait, that, wait, young wait. people. It's not the, the drug of choice yeah. in the 90s. It it's not some kind <laughs> of weird no, science no, no, no. Soda. term. Soda. Soda. It means lemonade. lemonade. For all See, you Beyonce fans, it's oh, lemonade. Is it, uh, us I, we Northerners. She could have called her album Minerals. Well, yes. you put minerals down on the messages when you're going to the shop. Yes. <laughs> but that is very much an ordering thing as well. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, being up from uh, at the border, yeah. we always had so minerals. So why, why Kylie O'Reilly? Um, why Junior? Junior, in a way, was so far out there because Junior started uh, the world's first ever uh, gay boy band, Four Guys. Four guys. Four guys. Right. Yes. I remember them playing in your clubs. Yes, and they also were on the cover of Gay Times magazine. You mean the first gay boy band that were out? No, no, full on out. <laughs> Sorry, I'm slow. There, there was five in the band who were called Four Guys, and the reason was was Four Guys, which one was straight? Yeah. Rather than the other way rather around. Than nobody could count. And it wasn't. Yeah. Well, well, John was bisexual. because so, he had a kid. Four guys. No, not quite. Damn. No, they're five. I mean, listen, were they good? <laughs> were they good? They were actually really good. Mark Power was amazing. Diana, uh, who's now Diana. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ken. Uh, sorry, Ken. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, within those realms right. of it. Uh, what do you call it? So there was... There was was, was Louis Walsh involved? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. See, uh, see wasn't. what happens when you don't get Louis you involved? You were managing them. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. part of the team. I did the choreography, production, yeah. and stuff like that. So that was. I uh, actually, you're giving me such flashbacks. It's uh, yes, just amazing. And then, I can see that. And yeah. they performed at London Pride. Yeah. And we just before Boy George. Yeah. And I had the pleasure yeah. of being on stage to ho uh, introduce them. Wonderful. And that was actually, in a way, my first ever in theory uh, yeah. hosting. Hosting. Which then led on to remember City Channel. Oh, and yes. And I, I, the first ever. City out, Channel. Yeah, oh, our God, TV like program. Gay TV. I'm getting camp. such yes. an education. I really am. <laughs> yes. Like, so, uh, I hosted Ireland's first ever openly gay TV City program, Channel City Channel. Hilarious. And that went out. Oh, yes. yes. Yeah. I do remember that now but it was a kind of a fleeting thing though right unfortunately well we actually did it for two and a half years tell us what's there's yes. something coming up that i'm very excited to talk to you about the outing festival tell yes. us about that uh, that's my guilty pleasure uh, valentine's weekend 2023 we're yeah. coming back right okay we divorced the nation uh, <laughs> since tw uh, 20, uh, 2019 uh, we created the outing festival the outing festival is the world's only queer music arts and matchmaking festival it's okay hilarious. Yes. like the one in Liston Varna kind of that was but I, that's Catherine and I performed at that yes that's yeah. the yeah. same one same use one. perform us yeah. performed with do us. you remember my intro to you Catherine what was it I said ladies and gentlemen she put the cunt into country Catherine Lynch <laughs> <laughs> there you I, think go. We, I don't think we can use that Maybe who knows? Yeah, but well, we can always I'd bleep we'll it. Get away with it <laughs> we can always bleep it. So, so you've got this coming up next we year. Can, yeah, Valentine's weekend. So we shifted it out of where September when we originally yeah. started, yeah. and we'll be ten years of ten bringing years, no way. ten years of bringing people together. Now, listeners, have, it is the funniest festival yeah. on the planet yeah. because you have the locals at the bar, you have um, like farmers sitting at the I bar. Was just with about drag queens. to say that exactly, it's or farmers who you, maybe they're dating. Yeah. A drag queen or something in the next morning at breakfast, you know, the night before you yeah. in the low lights, you see all this glitter and glam. Yeah. And then the next morning, the two of them are at the breakfast and, we, and your man's and we, got the makeup off and all that. We've the, seen it. Yeah. We being the country ones. We Just will. Love it. We will say straight out. There's nothing like a man with a bit of frontage. Well, Road indeed. 
vantage all you the way. You know we love a bit of frontage. Revantage oh, yeah. <laughs> last. <laughs> and especially for those women as well. Exactly. It's like, yes. Indeed. And that has to work very, very well. But I also, think it's one of a kind. Your it festival. is. It is one of a kind. Mm. Uh, like, we've had so many. Like, we've had yourself yeah. perform at O'Brien. Yeah. And, of course, yeah. Catherine yourself. Uh, Panty hosted yeah. for three years. I brought my guitar player, Stuart Gray. Do you remember yes. the straightest fellow you could meet? A yeah. lovely, open minded yeah, fellow. But is. his eyes were out on stocks <laughs> looking at these kind of obviously drag queens of every shape and size and vintage you know and and fabulous it was an amazing time I had a great time but it he is couldn't hilarious. believe it it was so wonderful and it, I always call it it's like butlin a gay butlins that's how used to be <laughs> it and so we're funny. now and we're now in Drumoland on the really? uh, what do you call it on the grounds of Drumoland Castle wow. at the oh, end wow. of Drumoland so we now camp at all Eddie. oh no completely no. and absolutely not <laughs> yeah. because one of the advantages about it is they actually have a pool so we do a virgin, oh. a virgin pool party with Regina George and carry oh the way. Oh my God, that is hilarious. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, so you and have no, to wear your pool gear? No, you, you don't have to be a virgin to get into the pool. Okay. But at the same time, but you can't drink. So it's our alcohol-free zone. Oh, that's So we have multiple idea. areas. areas do you have to be things. in the pool to get into a virgin? No. <laughs> uh, well, understanding the rules. Whatever you get up to, that's, uh, exactly. that's okay. So, um... Is creating events that support and build networks for the LGBTQ plus community, is that like part of your activism? Is that your main driving force? I think it's utilising my space and the talents that I've been given Mm -hmm. to actually get message across there. And I think that is crucial within everything that we do. I think we have to constantly always battle out there to get messages across. And yeah. sometimes humour, as yeah. you know humor. yourself, Catherine, yeah. Yeah. sometimes humour does it, or even song. Yeah. So why sure. not mix those two things yes. together? Listen, I do have to thank you because I have a little video of me calling to power because Northern Ireland were so slow about the marriage equality referendum. I, yeah, I was, was able to, you were at that, yeah. and I was able to harness the audience and say, please shout out to our brothers and sisters in yeah. the North. We want equality and we want it now. I have the most amazing video of how many people were there, do you remember, in Smithfield? In Smithfield, that was, you're talking 12,000 oh, plus yeah. people. It was just that, Talk that, about a call to arms. That yeah. was, was big amazing. time call to arms. Yeah. Was, like we've done, like I've been involved with Dublin Pride now going on multiple years. I was years, just about decades, to ask you about decades, that. Yeah. Decades. But also my love is the local prides around yeah. Ireland because that's where the new change is Isn't happening. That amazing? It, it is. It is amazing. From the country prides themselves to the cities. The cities yeah. are lucky. Yeah. We feel safe in the cities but we're not at the moment. We're not. And we have to realise this, this the journey This year has been the most a, dangerous year for LGBTQ yeah, sad, people since Declan Flynn. One of my friends said to me recently sure what are you having pride for anymore? I mean sure don't you have everything you have in you? And then that week two people were murdered in Sligo. Yes. And you just think so I, I want to ask you Of course, it's both a protest and a celebration, and we know that. I mean, I just think, how do you see evolving? How do we go forward? Because the other criticism that was levelled was like, everybody's jumping on the bandwagon and they want pride to be associated with their brand. And it's not always the right brand. How do you, I mean, how do you balance that? We become the gatekeepers. Right. In a way, the pride boards and all the boards. The gatekeepers? Oh, the the gatekeepers. (laughs) Right. Both of those. uh, And lesbian, bi, trans, uh, non-binary and everyone else. We become, in a way, the gatekeepers to try and protect what the pride brand. is bad. Exactly. But we can't do this without that. Of course. Because we have to be, and a criticism to our own government, because St. Patrick's Day get millions. Millions. Prides don't. Yeah. And I'm on about the local ones that read, they handed out. And we have a gay tarnisher. Like, what is going on? It, it doesn't yeah. make a difference uh, at that. Yeah. Is they have to follow through. 
that can promise us earth, moon, stars yeah. and suns, but they need to promise, follow through in what their promises are. Yeah. And they know that they have promised us before, yeah. but they've never followed through. And that's where the activists co comes in me. Yeah. That's where yeah. my yeah. fun side literally steps aside yeah. and I step up and go, I'm sorry, I'm calling you out. You need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, also yeah. communities, community is in the workplace as well. Yeah. If you are comfortable in your workplace, yes. exactly. you can be whoever you want to be. Because sometimes when you step home, you mightn't be able to be who you are. But if you step into your workplace, that is where you can become who you well, want Rory to be. Well, Rory Cowan told us a very moving story about the fact that he did a friend whose partner, had, who he'd lived with for years, had died. And he and uh, people at work didn't even know he was gay, didn't know he had a partner. And he had to go in full of all of that grief and not be able to share it with a single person at work or at home. Oh, so that has to end. That, was a that has to, and that yeah. is the crucial thing where yeah. we are. And also that's where, uh, at the end of the day, we do need... Uh, our corporate partners. Yes, we do. Okay, but we need to also at the same time watch who those corporate partners are. Naturally, it's like anything in life, and that's around. And I've always said the LGBT plus uh, community are another part of our feminist uh, yes, community, yes. women's rights, uh, coloured rights, oh, for sure. uh, all of the, our traveller communities. Stood, we've stood strong yes, with each with, other. With each other. Yes, yeah. but we still don't. I think history teaches us certain things and teaches us nothing in the same breath. Mm. Look how trans people are being treated. It is, it's outrageous that we haven't learned that lesson. And P.S. Sponsors, if you're listening, Around the World in 80 Gays, hello. We yeah. need some sponsorship. That'd be lovely. Thanks very much. Yeah. Yeah. But even at that is, as you call out to try and produce them, you're giving them a voice. Yeah. yeah. And you're giving them a yeah. voice using again, yeah. as in uh, in song yeah. and in comedy and in words. Well, the responsibility eventually, slowly but surely, wakes up inside you. And you think, I, I, I must use my little platform yeah. uh, to just at least, you know, even if I walk the world as a relaxed gay man, like anytime a family stop me and ask me for an autograph, they're, they're asking an openly gay man to pose with their children, yeah. to, to sign an autograph. Yeah. And it is the most moving thing for me. It continues oh. to this day. And, and I even uh, say to you is, when the marriage referendum came in, yes. okay, I myself and my partner, John, we're now over 19 Hello, and a John. half years. Hey, John. Uh, uh, 19 and a half years. Okay, he's my soulmate. Yes. Okay. He's gorgeous. In those realms is, we got civil partnered. Yes. And, then we got, and I put it straight out. Uh, when Marge referendum, we had to ask the people for an upgrade. Yeah. And that's exactly what yes. it was, was mm. an upgrade. Mm. But I stood outside the Lewis stop at Stevens Green before they connected yeah. the two of them. This wasn't Madonna dancing. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. That's another one. <laughs> right. And within that, I stood with my placard saying, asking people and handing out leaflets. Yeah. And 90% of those people were so polite yeah. and going, yes, yeah. no problem yes. at all. But we, lots of people did that singly yeah. as well in groups going around and knocking on the door can you allow us to get married I'll never yeah. forget it I'll never forget it I arrived in Adelaide I was just about to start an Australian tour and I delayed my flight to vote first of all yes and I had the song called Please Vote Yes out and all that and then I landed in Adelaide turned on the TV in the hotel and it was live from Dublin Castle oh imagine it was Magic. I, I felt like bursting with pride. Oh. It was ridiculous. Did you cry? I don't cry. He never cries. But no, um, no I, I cry occasionally at Kate Bush and, and things And like I will that. have to say is a big bunch, we were actually at Eurovision. Okay, Eurovision. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Camp alert. Camp yeah. alert, completely. Camp alert. We were at Eurovision and uh, we were lucky is... What we year? Got, we, uh, <laughs> 
2015. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Oh, marriage and equality year. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Uh, but within that is there was something like 200 of us in an Irish pub. Yeah. And originally downstairs in the room, the, the owner gave us downstairs. Yeah. But then we, we were so many of us that we yeah. ended up taking over the whole pub uh, in Austria. Yeah. Uh, and then ended up... the. I have to say, we were all in tears with Alan Hughes and Carl. Of course. Uh, brought, yeah. And a whole host of uh, all our I friends. I was with David Norris yes. and Mary Lou MacDonald in uh, The George. There you go. There's a sandwich. Yes. That was the There's sandwich. My goodness me. Yeah. Like this Crying sandwich here. Like I'm reminded baby. of the time. I love David Norris. Yes. Oh, he's a sweetheart. So I love him. Oh. David, or David. <laughs> our David. But uh, Eddie, where do you think the community is now? Because sometimes I'm a little bit fearful that we don't have the same togetherness in the city as we did in the 90s or is that just because I'm getting old do you think there is still the club scene or I think collectively within the club scene and uh, that element of it is this is something where the government in theory especially with on the new legislation everything that they're trying to put together we need to redevise and rethink but we also as a community we Mm. need to devise and rethink and And also look at all the different sectors, genders, what yeah. uh, yeah. you call it, individuals out there and bring them together. Yeah. Uh, and I think Pride does that. Pride does that, uh, definitely. Does that. Yeah. But then other festivals like uh, the Outing Festival, Gays Film Festival, yeah, the Gay yeah. Theatre Festival. Right. So there is multiple things that to actually bring us together. And mm. that is where uh, we have to really look. But also simple things like this. Yeah. Somebody walking down the street listening to you. That's right. Yeah. Brings someone together and they will understand who and what we I are. Know. And then today, you see, because we met on the dance floor type of thing in the 90s, all of us people <laughs> on the scene. And I wouldn't have a list of everyone's no. numbers or ring them all the time. But I miss you as because I would have seen you three or four times a week, you know. And then Eddie has had a bit of a, a scare recently. And the, the amount of love that came out of the scene yeah. for you. Eddie, you can know? we ask you how you are? Uh, for those who don't know, uh, I've had uh, throat cancer. Yes. Uh, and esophagus cancer oh, wow. as stage four. Uh, within that realm What does is, stage four mean exactly? For people listening at home who don't know for, what that means. Basically, one, two, three, four. Four is... Four being the, the worst one The worst one is, yeah. I, either you're going to come back or you're not. Yeah. Simple as. Yeah. Uh, I was, I'm not afraid to say I was knocking on heaven's door. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was praying that I wasn't going to, uh, yeah. to go, go through those pearly days. Not yet. But it was a fight. But I cannot thank... Uh, the doctors and nurses in St. Luke's Hospital and James's Hospital, mm. they saved my life. Yeah. And they did. But also what the love of Indeed. my husband. And in a way, COVID helped me because I'm a people person. Yeah. And you know that, uh, totally. Catherine Moran. But at the same time, nobody could see me. Nobody could understand. But like I have to say, and this is my humour, yeah. uh, is the chemo diet has been wonderful. Three stone lighter. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that has been the positive. Uh, also, you are so gay. Uh, I know. But also, Eddie, I'm the other side of the chemo now. Yes. I mean, people are like, Jesus, put the bombs down, Brian. <laughs> also Brian's the same, way too well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, for near three months or more, I couldn't speak. I had no oh, voice. Yeah. And that was a learning curve for myself yeah. as well. And you one the interior yeah I had to go into the interior and I ended up for near eight weeks literally in a solid room on my own in St Luke's Hospital yeah I couldn't see my husband I went in that morning because of Covid of course because of Covid but I became so ill 
uh, that they didn't realise for near a month I wasn't eating at all, mm. at all. And uh, then they put an NG in me for those who uh, don't oh, understand that. that yes. That's a, a tube in your yeah. nose to feed you, basically. I yeah. was had walked around with my dinner for seven hours on my back oh. uh, with the colours. But also at the same time, I wasn't getting it. I was literally, mm. I wasn't getting anywhere. My body was shutting down. I grew up and for husband for, as well. What a scary time That was him. the whole thing. And I remember, and I will always remember, that morning, one morning, on a Tuesday morning, I went in to get procedure done, uh, my chemo. And uh, I was getting my chemo done. And that morning, I don't know what it was. Myself and John had to stay in separate rooms because of COVID, but also to, uh, everything else. But also at the same time is I was so sick in the bed. Mm. He came in for a cuddle. Yeah. Oh, bless him. And oh, I'm going to start crying. with that, we had about 15, 20 minutes of just a cuddle. Yeah. And yeah. he held me oh. because I couldn't even speak. I hadn't got a word. Tears were. I was just felt not alone, but I felt helpless yeah. and he held me so tight yeah. I got up he took me to the hospital and I never came out for eight over eight weeks wow. later oh. but within those eight weeks my key friends from my best friend Thomas and I have to say I was given a, w- a, a window on the ground floor and I looked out the following day after me going in mm. And he'd put lights all over the tree outside. <laughs> how camp and how gay. Yeah. Then they went and brought, got some bird feeders and hung them up in the trees so that the, all the little birds in St. Luke all came to feed oh, on the thing. Oh, in bits here. <laughs> and there was many a time, and for those, like, those who ever suffer, I have epilepsy as well, but also my migraines. Oh, you're showing off now. For my, yeah. my, yeah. my migraines oh, trigger, trigger my epilepsy. But I was so ill, my migraines were triggering and we were in major oh. panic that my epilepsy was going to... Because so if I tell you, yeah. yeah. And I looked up one, at one point and there's John who had been sitting there for about an hour or more, just sitting on the wall, oh. looking in yeah. through the window. Yeah. Stop, but the, during COVID, everything. And my heart goes out to everyone out there. I understand how that felt for those who were out there yeah. not being ever able yeah. and I didn't know I would ever have to be able to hold him again I know oh. get out of that room him, get out of yeah. that room everything because I was not only battling cancer but I was battling COVID around and, 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 and fear both my mental health and my emotional health was gone and I'm not what afraid got you to say it, do you think? I think John I think the strength of Everyone else yeah. around me. Yeah. Well, you should have seen his Facebook was just. I did. You did. Had Everybody had your back, hadn't they? Oh, oh there was, it was made from all so over. I got a card from two of my former students in Drada uh, who sent me a card to the hospital yeah. and literally uh, said, thinking of me. And that meant it an awful lot. I love and a card. Know. I yeah, love oh, a so card. Because you can read it and reread yes. it and pick it up again. God, God, they went to that trouble. And Amazing. also, I will have to say, uh, Niall Sweeney, who's a very good oh, friend of yeah. ours, and uh, Panty and the Mall, everyone, they did a video on, uh, on YouTube for me, thank me. But Niall Sweeney sent me, and this is <laughs> on a positive and fun note, sent me a pair of tits, glitter tits. <laughs> right. Yes. Anybody okay. we know? A special award. <laughs> I know. 
get me an AMI from the AMI the Alternative yeah. Miss Ireland family yeah. a special award Aww. and it was one of those things and my really amazing friends from Sparkle the band Sparkle Jen and Caroline who gave me oh, uh, a little frame of three of us together yeah. at Pride oh we must have and Sparkle that's on a, they'd be great yes. that's a great idea yeah. oh, and they're amazing they're amazing, amazing. So should we couple... call you Glitter Tits from now on <laughs> I've been called lots thank of you Glitter Tits the queen of matchmaking on the podcast. Uh, Mr know, Pride um, I've been Eddie, Glitter Tits before <laughs> you go which I don't want to let you go um, what is the best bit of advice yes. that you have received I love this question listen to your inner self mm-hmm. listen to your inner younger self oh that's a nice one okay and even I'm not afraid to say I've been to counselling everything and one of the benefit was when I was told every so often go back to that younger person give them a hug oh. virtually emotionally and mentally give them a hug and say it's okay I'm here for you now oh. but also yeah. to tell that that younger person allow that younger person to say to you the older person to say I'm actually here with you oh. and don't forget that I'll always be with you and for anyone mm. out there who feels alone feels that nobody cares listen to that inner self and go you will be fine you will be okay even at that darkest moment because the rainbow will shine at some point oh on that note Eddie McGuinness that was the most beautiful piece of advice that I've ever received thank you Catherine thank you. and Esther are crying at this point can I just tell people at home I mean what a spectacular guest Eddie McGuinness my god thank you so much for sharing all of that with us yeah, Ooh, but also wow. thank you for uh, even as we as performers artists yes. everything we always question where we fit in our in our yeah. lives and where yeah. we fit in society yeah. and even within our own community but it was a great honour I was actually really really honoured when you text and say How would could I we like not to have you, you for goodness no sake. but I say I don't see myself like yeah. that oh. I see I'm in the background just trying yeah. to do the best we can and I think that's the it. scene is going to just love everyone will love it but especially the scene yeah. who loves you absolutely and yeah. utterly loves you Eddie yeah. <sighs> Goodness me. Well, we've come to the end of that podcast, Catherine. I know. What, what do you say about that? Like, well, when I guess, <laughs> pass me the Kleenex. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know, like we were saying, we've come to the end. But as always, when we end this show, we end it with an inspirational quote from a well-known LGBTQ plus family member. And this week, it's the one and only Panty Bliss who said, Catherine. <laughs> I've got guard clearance to tell you all, go fuck yourself. <laughs> The perfect quote to serve any homophobic or transphobic humans you meet as you go about your business. <laughs> I love this. OK, before we march off into the sunset, make sure you follow us on all our socials for the latest updates. And if you enjoyed our chat, please, please rate and review wherever you listen. It does matter. It brings us to the top it like a good wine. Does. Now, of course, past guests have included Mr. Pussy, Paddy Smith, Francesca Common, to name but three. So there's lots to enjoy. OK, enough <laughs> plugging. <laughs> See you all next week for another trip around, around the, the world, world in 80 Gays. Gays. <laughs>